All right. What's up, guys? I am Caleb Giddings. I'm Keith. And I'm Jack. And Jack has miraculously, wondrously recovered from his unbelievable bout of IBS uh, last week, which would have, would have killed a lesser man, uh, if we're being it honest. It certainly did kill several lesser men. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, actually, if you think about it, IBS has actually probably killed people. So, <laughs> like, if you, like, you know, historically... Imagine all, imagine all the historically terrible ways to die and how many of them involved diarrhea. <laughs> hey, what's more dangerous, having IBS in the 1700s or being a uh, charter jet pilot in Russia? Uh, well, I certainly lost accidentally a coup. <laughs> what do you trust less, a fart after Taco Bell or Putin's word that you can fly home safely? <laughs> it's about kind of the same, uh, you know. One of them, one of them results in a missile in your ass. One of them results with a missile coming out your ass. So <laughs> it, it, you know. Same, same. Uh, but that is not what we're talking about on this week's episode. And despite all the ass content, um, I need to do a sponsor read now. So this week's episode is brought to you by Taurus USA, makers of defensive firearms for the law-abiding American citizen. I think I might have stole that line from someone else. That's okay. If you're interested in learning more about our awesome firearms, you can go to TaurusUSA.com. And if you'd like to buy those guns, please visit our friends at Guns.com to buy them safely and legally online and have them shipped to an FFL dealer of your choice. Speaking of FFL dealers, that brings us to the topic of today's episode. And it is, uh, what a, uh, are Curio and Relic licenses cringe or not? And I will say this. I had a CNR license. I'm almost 100% certain Keith had a CNR license because you strike me as a CNR license kind of guy. Uh, I did not. You did not, really. I did not. I went, I went straight to a type one uh, slash three. Jack, did you have a, uh, no, a CNR license? No, I was not a CNR guy. And I have some, I have some feelings about them because like, I am a, I'm an elder millennial gun guy. Okay, first off, if you're a fucking he's, Zoomer... He's getting, he's getting close to getting listed on the CNR list, so... Okay, so, look, if you're a Zoomer <laughs> and you don't... <laughs> that was brutal. That hurt. I, I say this as I'm only, Once like, two years... In, <laughs> only, like, two years uh, behind him. I've got, like, seven other days, and then I'm... Oh, my God, that was the meanest thing anyone's ever said on this uh, I'm gonna knock that... Anyway, if uh, you're a Zoomer and you don't know what a CNR license is, it is a Curios and Relics uh, license. Mm -hmm. And it basically means you can buy old guns and have them shipped to your door. So uh, I will stand slightly in defense of the CNR license holders here, and I'll give a slightly better explanation of that, of it, what it is. So yes... Uh, the CNR license allows you to buy certain guns that are specifically listed on a roster of CNR guns and also certain guns, uh, not all guns, but certain guns that were manufactured more than fire. So here's what it says. Firearms automatically attain CNR status when they are 50 years old. Any firearm that is, that, that is at least 50 years old and in its original configuration would qualify as a curio and relic firearm. 
It is not necessary for such firearms to be listed on the ATF's curios and relics list. Um, this makes me feel some kind of way because this means like, you know, uh, the Beretta 92s are creeping up on being on the CNR list. Like, mm -hmm. what? I'm not okay with um, that. Certain models of Colt AR-15 are already there. <clears throat> Super <laughs> so uh, I uh, again, I was I'm the only person here who's had a curio and relics license. And I think that there are two kinds of people who get these licenses. Uh, I think that there are people who get them because they're legitimately interested in collecting a specific type of gun or a certain class of guns that are classified as key, uh, curio and relics or CNRs. For me, I wanted to buy old Colt revolvers and I, shocker. Um <laughs> For me, I got it so I could buy uh, certain types of revolvers and uh, some interesting like old Berettas. Again, two things that will shock no one to know that's what I was doing with it. Um, so I think that's there are people who get them because they want to collect this stuff. And that's their vibe. And God bless them for it. They collect these guns and they have a great time with it. Then there's the other kind of person that gets them. And this guy is weird. And he gets it and then tries to insist that his 50-year-old cult official police or, uh, you know, CZ, what was that? What was that one that everybody bought? The CZ-52 and 7.62. Yeah. And they'll buy that. And they'll insist that that is just as viable a carry gun as a Glock 19 or a modern, you know, revolver that's made to handle high-pressure cartridges or something. And those people, they buy a friggin', they would buy a Mosin Nagant. And they would be like, this is just as good as my brand spanking new Remington 700. Or they would buy a Yugo SKS, RIP to the Yugo SKS. Um, and they would be like, I don't need an AR-15 with modern features. I have this hunk of Yugo SKS, which by the way, uh, the Yugo SKS was a fucking screaming deal back in the day if you had a CNR license. You could buy a crate of them, a crate for five hundred dollars okay. and keep yep. it great. All right, so okay. that's my okay. explanation so and slight defense of CNR. Let's talk, let's talk about that because this is what I heard all the time from these guys. As an elder millennial, I was involved in online gun culture very early. Because um, we created it. Right. <laughs> there was one particular forum that I was on, remember forums, um, where a guy would constantly, like all the guys, like got CNR licenses and it was... It was a thing to do to talk about how you were disregarding, like, I don't need a Glock and an AR-15. I have X number of things. A VZ-52 and an SKS. Right, that are just as good. Here's, here's the thing. They would always talk about buying a crate full of X rifle. Sometimes it was infilled. Sometimes it was... Springfields, Mosins, Yugos, whatever. They buy that because for the same price as an AR-15, they could arm a whole rifle squad. Yeah, but they didn't uh, have any friends. From that was, that's my point. <laughs> they don't have any, you don't have any friends, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you're, you're fucking box full of shitty rifles, even if you had friends. It's still a box full of shitty rifles. And in the age of the semi-auto, the bolt action wielder is food. Like, uh -huh. I don't know oh. how to tell you guys this. You're, you're the fought, common loot drop. When we fought the Germans with the M1 Garand, they very quickly were like, this bolt action shit. Sucks. 
we're done with this. We're done with this. You're like everybody, everybody gets submachine guns instead. Like yeah. we so quickly were like that. This ain't cool. They were the other countries were like screw this semi auto crap. Everybody's getting a full auto. We're we this stuff is for the birds. And in fact, this is not. I can't. I'm not a historian. I don't have proof to this. They had to lie to a certain guy with a funny mustache that the first assault rifle, the SC-24, was actually a submachine gun because that guy with the funny mustache, he was a big fan of bolt actions. So when you come to me and you tell me your Moses just as good, all I see is Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> all I see is Charlie Chaplin. I I can't trust. Can, can I can I sidebar this conversation? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. As we're, Cause, we're cause dancing this, on, this, like this, not just, this just tickles me every time I read it. Um, if you wish for a classification of a particular firearm under categories two or three, you may submit a firearm that you believe is a CNR to the Fat D. The Firearms and Technology Division. Is it really so called Fat, the Fat D? D can look at your gun and determine if it is a CNR. If you it's think really it called the Fat D. It is really called the Fat D. <laughs> That's got to be on purpose. You cannot you look me in the eyes and tell me that nobody that this is why. So I firmly believe that every acronym, naming committee, whatever needs to have one eight-year-old boy on it. Because when you put the acronym up there, if the eight-year-old boy goes, you cut it, cut it. You're not naming they, it that. They have it. They have it in bold on the page, guys. It's in bold. Firearms okay, so division. bold fat D. <laughs> so, so yeah, ninety percent of what you can get from the CNR bin are not just as good as. Are the historical cool guns? Some of them on here. I'm looking at a list right now for sale. Um, and I'm not going to talk about the other thing I'm going to bring up here, but there are some infields. There's a uh, M1 Garand, um, uh, Italian Carcano, if you're into. Well, anyway, what you're into, moving you're on. Uh, there's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem is once you get into CNR, you get into the weird stuff in your firearms collection that makes me see. Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right, so like, look, look, it's one thing if I, if you're like, oh, I have a firearms collection. I'm like, oh, could I see it? And you're like, oh, here you go. I go, oh, a couple of deer rifles, a single AR-15, uh, looks like a gun shop special, but whatever, you got one. A bunch of pistols. Oh, 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 look, a nifty little historical gun in that collection, also as well. Very nice, cool. But if you're like, would you like to see my firearms collection? I'm like, uh. I didn't ask, but sure. And you take me into your bedroom that should be for like a, a friend to stay in, or you can turn it into an office. It just smells like cosmoline and a lack of social interaction. And there are these piled up crappy green crates that you're like, oh, these are really cool. And you like rip one open and there's just a pile of crappy bulb, bulb guns in there. And I'm like, oh, another one. God, God damn it. <laughs> You know, the other problem, and, and here's and the worst thing. Here's the worst thing. These people are always I, proud that they have like 96 of these things, and you're like, right, 
And like one of them, one of them is special because it had all marching cereals from this very particular shop in Russia, and that makes it the better Mosin. The better Mosin has been melted down and turned into a rake. That is the best Mosin. Oh, um, oh my god! Like that the is Mosin. The... Okay, I I am old. I'm gonna be on the CNR list pretty soon. Uh. I am old enough to remember when the affordable garbage rod rifle was the SKS and then the CNR boys bought all of those and ruined them with Tapco parts. And I think Rip. this is this is why I have such strong feelings about CNR is because because we were involved in the online gun community very early, we were in at a time where a lot of people in their mid to late 20s, early 30s were getting CNR licenses, were buying SKSs, and then we're throwing the entire Tapco catalog at them and fucking ruining them. And then the garbage, the affordable garbage rod rifle became the Mosin. And I remember Pete, I got, I remember the shit, the fucking shitty aftermarket parts. And I think I blame the CNR community on that because these, these guys would buy them and they would, they would get a crate of them for $300, ship it to their house. And then they would just put every shitty aftermarket part on it. Oh God. And take a gun that was, and, and they never run. ran. They like this yeah. didn't improve. Oh gun. yeah! Didn't if run. you've never been at a rifle class and had a guy whip out his Tapco Special SKS with the twenty round Tapco magazines, and it's got the Tapco Interfuse T6 stock system, making it kind of look like an M4 at a distance. If you have bad eyesight and you're looking someplace else, and he just kind of throws it past your eye, you might mistake it. And a a Chinese airsoft red dot mounted on plastic Picatinny railing, and that guy, oh, also always a three point sling, always, mm -hmm. always. That guy is going to try and get that thing through two days of intense rifle fire, and you just you just know it's not gonna, it's not gonna like the SKS. And again, I'm going to stand in defense of the SKS here in its stock 10 round loaded with stripper clips, internal magazine configuration. The SKS it's still is, crap. A per it's a perfectly reliable gun. No, it is not. Oh, no, no, no. I get I, Hold on. What do you mean by reliable? That'll I mean, get to it, this 10? Yeah, it'll get through. It'll get through. It'll get through a rifleman's load out of ammunition. If it's a Yugo, yes. Yeah, if it's a Yugo or a Chinese, if it's a Yugo or a Naruto, I, I was, I was also going to say the Chinese ones, the Type fifty six, I think, or Type sixty four. One one of them's the AK, the, the other one's the, the AK. So, but like that one actually had a twenty round detachable magazine, and they built them well. So, like they well, did. Run. Yeah, that one was made to run on magazines, and it was. Yep. Okay, anything Narinko is good. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that. Um, I went, I was watching a movie the other day, and they were like, oh, these are good Russian AKs, not those Chinese guns. I'm like, bro, I give would, me you a Narinko. I would climb <laughs> over a pile of Russian AKs to get to a Narinko. Like, come right. on. Like, get out of my face. So, so there are plenty of good. But God hold on, damn, hold on. a Yugo I, SKS is $600 right now? Yeah, that's what the thing the I was about to get to. Fuck. That's what I was about to get to. One. Before I talk about that, the SKS, for anything that it is, it's way heavier than it should be. Yeah. It's an 11-pound gun with no optics. It's heavy. 
it recoils hard. Reloading it is like it, reloading a Garand that hates you. It does recoil way harder than you would think a 762 by 39 should recoil. In an 11 pound gun, it absolutely yep. does. So that was, that was the first full power rifle, full power that I fired. And it was like at the age of six. Yes. It was not a good experience. No. Not a good so, experience. But here's the thing <laughs> back in the day, you were buying these things for like 150 bucks yeah you were buying mosins i i kind of remember 40 dollars a pop if you bought a crate you could buy like five mosins for 200 dollars. i remember a and here's uh, what's really yeah. wild in that crate came 10 mosin pouches these are leather pouches they fit on a belt they hold stripper clips and they hold a little metal thing of oil the oil's long gone but you could have that i see these things at every convention I've ever gone to as generic belt pouches for people, they sell them for $80 a pop. Please don't say nerds words out loud again. It is absurd to me. You couldn't get me to take those things for free, and I watch people buy them. But here's the thing. The days of cheap CNR are gone. Yeah, I'm like, so while we've been having this conversation... I've been browsing uh, gun brokers CNR listings and there's no, and cause I remember I would buy, like I bought, um, I, I was, I was, I was, I, I weirdly, I was into sub caliber Berettas and I remember buying, you know, five or six guns for less than a thousand dollars to kind of like complete the set. And those weren't particularly expensive guns, but there was, one of the things that made it attractive was you could buy guns that were affordable and shootable and you could take them to the range and you could blast and you could have fun with them. And that would be it, you know, and that would be a pretty normal thing to do. But I'm looking at this now and like, ah, fuck off marketing thing. Like if you type in like, you know, the 1935 Beretta that I bought on Gunbroker, when I bought it, it was 150 bucks, right? They're the cheapest one that I'm seeing on here that looks like it's in even reasonable condition is $600. Oh, here's one for 400. That's in probably okay shootable condition. $400. Come on. Like I'm looking at I'm looking at a website. I'm not going to name the name. They're they're a good company, but they don't pay us, so I'm not going to name them. I'm looking at a Colt lightweight commander on the CNR. VG plus, so very good plus, $2,100. Guys, no. Astra 643 semi-automatic pistol, 9mm. This is one of the crappiest guns I've ever seen in my life. $800 plus. Good Lord. Um, That Carcano is $200, so that's not bad. Um, Harrington Richardson M1 Garand semi-auto uh cnr heavily used twenty five hundred dollars um and when carbines about eighteen hundred dollars like these are oh my god russian mosin nagant 9130 hex receiver please take a guess how much this is eleven of russian mosin with a hex receiver i don't know eight hundred bucks yeah eight hundred dollars well eight hundred dollars if you spend eight hundred dollars on a Mosin Nagant, you should have to wear a shirt that says that, and I should be allowed to hit you. 
what's the line in uh pulp fiction jules if you give this guy three thousand dollars i'm gonna shoot him on general principles yeah right <laughs> if you spend eight hundred dollars on a mosin nagat you should be slapped uh at, at at a minimum um so to put a bow on this conversation which has largely been us hating on cnr weirdos i think we can come to sort of two-ish conclusions here uh conclusion number one is that if you want to get a cnr license because you want to collect guns and you're into uh and you're into this sort of thing knock yourselves out it's, it's it. great hobby having hobbies are hobbies are wonderful things to have i wouldn't know but yeah if you want to like collect japanese arasakas or you know portuguese mauser pistols or things like that that's fine Again, have fun, enjoy your hobby, be cool about it, which is point number two. Be fucking cool about it. And don't buy these things and tell try to tell people that your CZ-52 is a perfectly reasonable alternative to carrying a firearm that was manufactured in a first world country and that shoots a cartridge that is commonly available. Uh, so... I, the Czech Republic's a first world country now. It wasn't when they were making the CZ-52. Look, if you were talking modern about... Modern CZ. Like, <laughs> yeah, modern CZ, yay. There's nothing wrong with being a collector. We are all collectors. We all have the thing we like to collect. Um, CNR guys are like ham radio operator guys. They cannot wait to tell you how they paid the government to get a thing to let them do something the government lets them do. And they're very proud of it. Um, I'm an SOT. If I want to carry a machine gun, I can. You know how often I bring that up? When I'm shooting my machine guns. And people go, how do you have that? And I go, I have an SOT. Would you like to shoot a machine gun today? And then yes, they say sir, yes. I would. And then we let them shoot the machine gun. And yep. that... That's the best feeling in the world as an SOT holder is to be like, would you like to play with the thing that I paid the government so that I could have the permission to do this? I've also never had anyone ask me to see my SOT. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> when you said I could carry a machine gun if I wanted to, I would like, so can I. You just don't get caught. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's only the, a crime the only charged the, with the crime. The only benefit to the to the CNR is that this old gun goes directly to your house instead of your FFL. You know, like with Jack, my FFL charges me fifty dollars a pop so that I can pick up a gun from them. Good, good. Pay your local business so they stay in business. Yes. Yeah, for real. I I go to a shop. Guys, I work in the gun industry. I get stuff sent to me a lot. I send other stuff out. I, with the SOT, can mail anything I want myself. They give me any beef about it. I'm an FFL. I can do what I want. I still go to a local shop and pay them 30 to $50 a pop mm -hmm. to send it. You know why? Because I got that gun for free. I can put some money into the local economy. Yeah. I, I, I can... I, I get all my transfers done through a local gun store, despite. And, and like, I will, I will buy the shit out of accessories if they're local and in stock. I, I know I can, I know I can go to manufacturers, wait a bit longer, and probably get a discount. But I will go buy local and give that money directly into the. And I know accessory 
margins are good. So those are good sales for local. So I'll go get lights, slings, everything yeah. local at the shop. Oh, I'm not saying you, you can't hunt for bargains. I'm just saying the bargain of like, I got my bamboo pistol mailed directly to my house. It's just not super appealing to me. The other thing about CNR FFLs is uh, don't be that one that asks for like an FFL discount on stuff for uh, like, so that's weird. not like, like don't no. try to like get an account with RSR as so you can get di- uh, accessories at distributor price. That's, that's friggin' gross. And we don't like that. Um, but no one likes you. Let's so to be very Which clear. Which you're used to because you have a crate full of Mosins. If you want to like collect shit to collect shit, great. Get your CNR license. Have fun. Uh, don't be weird. Be cool about it. Don't insist that your stuff is as good as actual good stuff. And uh, I did leave one off that I want to save till the very end. Don't uh, go all in on the Nazi stuff because um, that's a whole nother category of CNR yeah, we, people. Here's nope. the thing. Uh, we know who you are. Yeah. It's very obvious. We don't hang out with you. Yeah, no one hangs out with you for a reason. It's the That's Nazi the stuff. I want to be clear. I don't know if this person listens to our show. Oh, boy. But we all know a person who gets away with this. Do? We, Portland. Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the end of today's show. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Uh, thanks for liking, sharing, subscribing, all of those fun things. Make sure you uh, subscribe to the show, hit the notification icon so you know when no sh- no, new shows come out. If you're listening on Words. iTunes, Spotify, or wherever, please go ahead and leave us a five-star review because that actually does boost us up in the algorithm. And again, don't go all in on the Nazi stuff. Bye.